What's up, YouTube and I? It's welcome to Lords of the Lombox presents the cover price top 10 plus one for the week ending. What is this? Are we in August? August we are in August yeah. 8th. Yes, All are. I know is it's hot as hell outside because it's August. Uh, hot August nights for real, though. It is disgusting outside. We actually have thunderstorms in Southern California, wow. uh, believe it or not. So it's Damn. actually humid, which it doesn't never. It, we're, we basically live in a desert by the beach. Uh, so. Even if it's ten percent humidity, you immediately feel it because it's normally so dry out yeah, here. Yeah, it's like eighty percent humidity here today. Oh, I couldn't even go outside. So yeah, you're in De- you got sentenced to Detroit. I'm telling you, go watch Kentucky Fried uh, Kentucky Fried movie. You've been sentenced to Detroit. No, but before you get started, boys and girls, while you guys are congregating, let's rock out a little bit, shall we? I give you guys, um, Senor DJ Pimp. Shall I? Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Pimp, when, 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 when you're ready, your, 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 your six minutes starts now. Check, 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 check this out. Shout out to our friends over at 80s Comics of Alaska for that excellent, excellent intro. Welcome to Lords of the Lombox. Presents the cover price top 10 plus one. The best top 11 on the internet since about 2000 and I don't know, 17. I have no idea anymore. <laughs> Dark Side Jedi, speaking of not knowing anything. Hey, what's up to everybody? Hey, hey, hey. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Let's get into this list, everybody. Mm. Manimal, say what's up. What's up, everybody? I'm finally back from a long vacation. Glad to be back to the top 10 cover price and uh, looking to have some fun tonight. And Senor Justin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tuesday night's 
fun times with Lords of the Longbox. That's right, boys and girls. Shout out to DJ Pimp um, for that dope, dope uh, rock intro there. Uh, for those who are really into DJing, if you notice, the crossfader is actually flipped on that, meaning he reversed it. It's called a hamster scratch. So uh, for all you uh, DJ heads out there, you if you notice the fader is actually on the opposite side. It's called a hamster scratch, and it's actually from a gr- dude... Uh, called dj quest and he was from the bay area and they had a dj group called um something hamsters hold <laughs> on man I'm, i you know because you know there was invisible scratch pickles uh and then they he started they had a group called the something crazy scratch hamsters i, I have to look it up for you but it was dj <laughs> quest is the one who invented the well, the uh the flipping of the crossfader i probably getting too deep in the woods for you already but you it's homework basically assignment for thursday you got to find a video <laughs> of the scratch hamsters for everybody yeah well you know because it First, it was Invincible Scratch Pickles, and then they came out, and it was another <laughs> group from the better. Bay Area, and there's something hamster, just like Black Belt Radio at Black, Active uh, yeah, Hamsters, and there you go, man. So we've already gone off the rails, boys and girls, but that is the hamster scratch. Just go ask your uh, fellow turntablist what a hamster scratch is, and it'll tell you. It'll tell you that the crossfader is flipped uh, from one side to the other, but this show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for all your comic book collecting needs, you know, as a you know, I, whoever uses StreamYard, I hate the new layout, by the way. it's Everything's vertical. All the graphics are vertical. But sign up for a two-week free, free, free trial or for the price of a double quarter pounder with cheese. Oh. You can sign up for a whole month, $6.99. That's right. We flipped with it. Cheese? It's normal, Damn. With cheese. Because you, if you pay, like, with cheese. I didn't realize McDonald's was so expensive when I asked when they asked me to supersize it. And they go, yeah, that's like 12 bucks. I'm like, what the? What did I just <laughs> order, man? That's yeah. like, Wait, French fries are four dollars? I mean, what the heck? Anyway, yeah. uh, the show is also sponsored by our friends at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use discount code of LOT to get fifteen percent off any KRS Comics exclusives, as well as the KRS Pool Box. Uh, there is, believe it or not, I'm not joshing you. There is no books that are coming out tomorrow, Friday. You'll have to wait, but this is still available. Natalie Sanders. Uh, nice. Fear Fatal, or what was it? Fear Status, Fear something Fear Alpha. Fear State Alpha, Alpha, number one. This is the uh, Natalie Sanders variant, and there are still copies available over on the KRS website. Just use the discount code of LOTLB, get 15% off, man. So, once again, this is the cover price top 10 for, uh, man, we're already in August, and wow. guess what day it is? The day of. It's not White Wednesday yet, but I'm. You know what? It's truly What If Wednesday now. I am so excited for White, What If tonight. White Wednesday. I, Careful, no. What, what What If Wednesday? What What yeah. If Wednesday? Um, I'm so stoked for this. I can't wait. So I can mm. see it at midnight. So I don't have to wait till 3 a.m. like the rest of you guys. So uh, I'll be stoked, man. I'll be doing my review tomorrow, man. Hey, it's I, a busy I'm, week. You got What If? Hey, you got What If? You didn't remind us every and, uh, week that you get to watch it early. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. yeah what if you didn't live in detroit uh sorry man uh yeah we yeah, know what if and season three of Ti- uh, titans right yeah and the bad season, batch and that is, starts on uh, august um, 12th right is another august doom patrol yep yeah, that's man. Starting next getting everything it's exciting again Good time to be a geek. Speaking of geek, let's get right to it, man. This is the cover price top ten. As always, there's one that doesn't quite break the top 10, but it's close enough that we'd like to call out the runner-up, and today's runner-up is... 
Oh, we got ourselves Superboy number nine from DC Comics back in 1994. If you guys have watched the Suicide Squad movie, saw this guy from James Gunn's newest book, uh, newest movie, King Shark. He was a bright spot in the film's more comedic and violent moments. Collectors are betting that he'll be a fan favorite in the DC EU moving forward. His first full appearance sold 29 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 119% and a high sale $400 and a CGC 9.8. I remember when this was on like the top five when they announced that he was going to be on in the yeah. movie. It's a it's a reoccurring offender here that uh, mm-hmm. when it first announced, I think it was because the trailer dropped and we got to first see him. Uh, and then, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I, obviously I don't read Superboy or King Shark. Um, how is he in the comics? Does he speak like that as well or is he more intelligent? Man, it depends I haven't read on the run, run, I think. Yeah. He definitely he? spoke like in the new 52 series. Yeah. He was on yeah. there. <laughs> he was pretty hilarious. Yum, like, yum. And <laughs> that was great. But was yo, great he movie. was pretty powerful though. I was when uh, they were all shooting him. Yo, he was like, uh, I was like, yeah, damn, yeah. they took him out. And oh, spoiler, sorry. You yeah, know no, what? Gotta... <laughs> I, this movie, I in my mind, I will have ultimate rewatchability. I think. I yeah, think it oh, has yeah, it, it has that entertainment factor where you can just yeah. pop it in and just watch it anytime. I don't know what. Why people are dragging it because it didn't make money? And then, you know, well, look. First of all, we're in the Delta variant days. Okay, nobody's mm-hmm. going to the movie theater, uh, and it was on HBO Max. So take HBO Max out of it, put it in yeah. back when the regular uh, movies were coming out, and it makes money. It was a well, great movie, and it's R rated too, which doesn't help. And also, well, here's a mm-hmm. funny thing: in, in uh, so Thursday night, it broke uh, pandemic records. So that tells you that once Friday, Saturday, and Sunday coming, pirating was just out of control because there are pristine copies on the internet. <laughs> but, you know, go support the movie if you can because, you know, we, we want more comic book movies. And mm-hmm. the funny thing is the people that the detractors of the film are not Marvel people. Most Marvel people are like, yo, that was fun. It's the Snyder Cut people that hate it because it's <laughs> not Snyder. It's so weird. Well, I don't understand. I think, I think yeah, it's also – you know what? Actually – gonna plug uh the comic-con podcast episode this week we have a massive dc fan who talks about his opinion and he'll tell you why he wasn't such a big fan of it i don't and i get there's definitely the snyder verse people but i do think main super like hardcore suicide squad fans i can see why it would make you upset uh you mean like the the ostrander run just in general yeah well i mean you know obviously it's you know i mean I, because it's it's such a uh, drastic contrast to the original, um, like you know, Suicide they can Squad all movie. hate on it as much as they want. I'm gonna love it, and that's yeah. all that matters. Well, I mean, if you're a f- fan of James Gunn, you'll love it. If you love that movie Tremors, which I absolutely love, if you've never seen it, oh uh, Tremors, God, Tremors, Tremors, Tremors is awesome. By the way, Dude, it's just, how many times did you guys laugh out loud? A lot. It was a lot. Like, a lot. For real. It was it was really entertaining, great action. It was actually action packed. And how it. many jaw dropping? Like how much gore? <laughs> I mean, there was well, a just, glorious just King Shark himself, right? Just King Shark himself, like eating people. Shot spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> but, well, you saw him do that on the trailer. Yeah, but no, I you know I, I you know what? To me, it was one of the better DC films that it was since the Nolan. And years. come on, Starro the Conqueror. We have Kang the Conqueror, and now we have Starro the Conqueror. And Karen the Conqueror. Oh my God. That jo- oh my God, dude. With his, 
when yeah, Karen you can't really uh, say too much now. Okay, sorry. We'll start yeah. <laughs> for those who haven't seen you, but just be on the lookout for Karen the Conqueror. She's, she is freaking hilarious, man. Uh, but anyway, runner up is Superboy number nine from 1994. Look at that. Look at the shark. He's even got like uh he's got like Judas Priest like armbands on him. <laughs> All right, let's get right to the top ten. What do we got for number ten? Look at that, another horror book. Number 10, we got The Me You Love in the Dark, number one, but it's going to be the Scotty Young 1 in 25 variant from Image Comics. So this book just came out. Writer Scotty Young and artist Jorge Corona follow up their Middle West series with this new horror book. Horror comics are back in full force and dominating the shelves. The solicitation reads, an artist named Roe retreats from the grind of the city to an old house in a small town to find solace and inspiration without realizing the muse within is not what she expected. Fans of Stephen King and Neil Gaiman will enjoy this beautiful, dark, and disturbing story of discovery, love, and terror. This Scotty Young 1 in 25 was a big hit this week, sold 41 copies with a seven-day trend of 91%, and had a high sale of $71 for a raw copy. Wow. And you know, when I first saw this cover, I immediately thought of Neil Gaiman from, uh, you, you ever seen that film Coraline? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really kind of like this kind of really kind of twisted, not really for kids, kind of stop motion animation. And also... Mm-hmm. The Nightmare Before Christmas, for some reason, right? right? It has that kind it's of got vibe. got that vibe, yeah. Yeah, but a really cool cover. Because immediately, when you see this cover, you're like, oh my God, that's almost like a homage thing. I immediately thought, and he said it, Neil Gaiman, what, what Carol, Coraline? Or was it Caroline? Coraline. Coraline. Yeah, yeah, Coraline, which I absolutely love. I'm, I, I will straight up admit, I am a, a Neil Gaiman mark. I love everything that Neil Gaiman does, man. I even uh, bought that book, Norse Mythology. I need to finish it. You know, there's a cool book. It's called, um, oh man, something about the milk. Shit, it was a children's book, but it's phenomenal, man. He wrote it with Scotty Young, did all the anim- uh, all, all the illustrations. Hmm. Something about the milk. I'll have to find it. Yeah, Neil Gaiman does great. kids' books as well as adult. I mean, if you think mm-hmm. American Gods is super adult, but he also did the uh, the book that they made the movie with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. What is it called? Star something. Stardust. Oh, Stardust, which I thoroughly enjoy. It's kind of a fantasy, magical film. I mean, and that's more for kids. Coraline is more for kids, even though it's kind of dark. But Neil Gaiman kind of runs the uh, the gamut of one of the guys who does novels and he doesn't poo-poo comic books. Like he still says, "Got uh, Daredevil in it." Which Uh, one? Uh, Daredevil. Ben Affleck or Charlie? No, no, no. Um, The the one from Netflix. Oh yeah, Charlie Cox. Yeah, Charlie Cox. Yeah. Oh, wow! I have to see that. Was he the main character? Wow, that was yeah, a long time ago. He must have been really young guy. All right, tell another one of the trends of horror titles with really long titles. The Me You Love in the Dark. I had to take a double look at this and it's like, wait, The Me You Love in the Dark. Okay, because I'm like, is there? A, there's got to be a comma or something missing there. Anyway, coming in number ten, the Scotty Young one in twenty five variant. All right, what do we got for number nine? Yeah, and that book I was trying to think of was fortunately the Milk. Very cool for God's wow. children's book. Very there you cool. go. Get that for your children so they will never be able to sleep again. <laughs> no, it's not scary. It's just cool. I don't know. It was a fun read. Uh, uh, so number nine this week is Red Room number three. This is the Jim Rugg Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles homage, one in 15 variant from Fantagraphics into 2021. And horror books are super hot, as we see. And this one in 15 variant is trending due to its homage of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. As seen from the massive success of Stray Dogs, homage covers are also back in a very big way. This variant sold 44 copies. It had an uptick of 91%, and it had a high sale of 100 bucks for a raw copy. It's pretty good. 
Yeah, so this is uh, interesting because it's a horror book that's an homage of a b- Turtles book. Not even an homage, because you know how the Stray Dogs are taking like famous uh, mm-hmm. horror posters, like, you know, mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs or and whatnot. But this is straight up that, uh, is that Raphael? I'm trying to think of what that issue is. Aren't uh, Red Rooms like, like dark web rooms where people like pay for weird, like weird stuff to happen? Because it says murder on the dark web. Yeah, I think that's like what the whole thing is. Fun and profit, Red Room. Ugh, creepy. I'm telling you, I mean, right right now, that's you want a comic to sell, get a horror title, and have a cool cover homaging something, and it's bound to happen. This just seems that just seemed to be the collector's trend right now. And I think also, and we talked about this in the past, it's easier to do standalone horror titles as opposed to a superhero comic. You do a superhero comic, you kind of have to build a world around it, right? You just can't have him fighting off. You know, bank robbers like Superman used to do in the first few issues of Action Comics, right? You know, I mean, he couldn't you know, fly. He just yeah, he would just jump over him. buildings and mm-hmm. t- fighting. Literally, Action Comics number one is him foiling a bank robber, uh, taking care of uh, I think a guy who was beating on his wife and something else. He was just doing everyday crime. I mean, he wasn't saving the universe yet, so it's interesting. Well, do you remember the old serials with um, uh, what was his name? Uh, the original black and white, yeah, the Superman. black and white ones. Yeah. Yeah. He would like jump out of a window <laughs> and it looked like he was like just falling. I don't know. If you crazy. want to see the true story about that, watch that movie, Hollywoodland with uh, Ben Affleck about how he really died. It's really, really interesting. Um, uh, I remember as a kid, the, this was way before the internets and the, the, the rumor that how the original Reeves died, I, what was it? I, not Christopher Reeves, but his name was Reeves as well. The, yeah, guy yeah, played the, first one. Mm-hmm. the, uh, the, uh, the internet or the, the, what they call it, the uh, urban myth, uh, you know, the same thing as drinking soda and pop rocks back when you were a kid, you know, you could die, you know, um, was that he thought he was Superman. He jumped out a window and he died. That's for, the, for years and years as a kid, I, that's what I was told. And that's what I believed that, uh, he killed himself, uh, that way, but, uh, it was by gunshot wound, uh, George Reeves. There you go. Thank you, Stan Morgan for, uh, that. So, but if you watch Hollywoodland, okay. Cause if believe it or not, before Hollywood was called, uh, Hollywood, there used to be a land on the end, even the Hollywood sign, it used to have a land on the end. It used to be called Hollywoodland back in the forties and fifties. That movie stars Ben Affleck as Superman. So Ben Affleck know. is the only actor to play Superman and Batman yeah, in a, on the big screen. Uh, wow. Different version, of, albeit, but there's some trivia for you that we may drop on our 7,000 subs giveaway. By the way, if you're not subbed up, sub up. We're close to 7,000 subs, and we want to give you guys some cool stuff and swag. 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 All right, so number nine on the list is Red Room. Uh, I do believe somebody in the, in the, in the live chat said that Red Room is a... Um, is a hostel on the dark web. A hostel, that was a great hostels. movie. Yeah. Um, all right. I didn't see the second one though, but the first one was great. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we have for number eight? Uh, number eight's a really interesting uh, book from ooh, the '90s. So we got Ghost Rider number one, the second series. So the '90s classic Ghost Rider cover features the first appearance of Danny Ketch, the second Ghost Rider, and also the villain Death Watch. This book is trending due to some loose rumors somebody's sending out there of Danny Ketch and the Ghost Rider and the Midnight Suns project being one of the rumored nine new Marvel shows to be in development. It sold 30 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 141 percent, and a high sale of 576 dollars for a CGC 9.8 for this awesome oh, book who nice. had to toot our own horn but we've been talking about this book for at least two years now um that you know denny catch was coming and uh i would i found out the actual where this rumor came from and i'll, I'll drop it in the live chat here so you guys can l- look for it for yourself so basically uh an llc was created um recently filed by marvel 
uh, which was a company called uh, Richmond Street Productions. And they normally do this as kind of code words for shows, right? They, you know, they, they, so basically, as it turns out, Richmond Street is in Brooklyn, New York, and it's a stone's throw away from Cypress Hills National Cemetery, a place that is directly connected to Ghost Rider and the Spirits of Vengeance host, Danny Ketch. So there you go. I, it took me a while to figure out where this was coming from. So uh, comicbook.com ran, ran with it, another one. So basically, if, if you subscribe to uh, Production Weekly or any of these things that you get the Hollywood periodicals, you too can become a scooper extraordinaire because they you just you just got to put two and two together. You find out, hey, Marvel has uh, put an LLC on this. I wonder what this means. And if you Google it, you'll find out it actually has a, a place in the Marvel comics and there's a street and there's a cemetery where Danny Ketch first became the spirit of vengeance. So there you go, man. I put two and two together for you. But if you've been watching the Lords, you've been knowing that we have been talking about the uh, Danny catch and the midnight Suns and all the ghost riders, to be honest with you, um, Jamie, Jaime Reyes to what was it? Was it Jaime Reyes? Is that his name? No, that's Jaime Reyes. Robbie Reyes. Robbie Reyes. Robbie Reyes. We're always talking about the first Puerto Rican superhero anyway. Um, so there was uh, the Reyes character, which was obviously the newest iteration. We also had Alejandra Jones and obviously Danny Ketch version. And just get them all. There's going to be a lot of Ghost Rider coming your way. Get all of them is what we're saying. You know what I mean? So number eight on the list is Ghost Rider number one. And if this is on the list, then you know what's coming up next. Yeah, so it shouldn't be any surprise. Number seven, we got Ghost Rider number 28. So as noted above... There are loose rumors, speculation that a Danny Ketch-led Midnight Suns is in development for Disney+. Plus. This issue features the first cameo appearance of the Midnight Suns via a future premonition. Their first full appearance is in Ghost Rider number 31. Issue 28 is the market preference and sold 37 copies, had a seven-day trend of 129%, and had a high sale of $400 for CGC 9.8. I'm glad you said that because I'm tired of people saying true first appearances or whatever. It's There's no, there's no such thing. I don't care if you're trying to make content, clicks, bait, whatever you're doing. It's the market that dictates. The market dictated Hulk 181 is the book to get, not Hulk 180, even though Marvel has said that's the true first appearance. It's nobody's going to go out and spend four grand on uh, a Hulk 180, but they will spend four grand on a Hulk 181. And like, you know, he, Matt worded it perfectly in that article. It's the market has decided this is the book to get, because even though it may not be the true first full appearance, it's the book that people are getting. It's the book that, you know, it's, I don't know how to, I, I don't know. I keep on, I feel like I talk about it over and over again because I I see other YouTubers and bloggers say, talk about this is the true first appearance. It's like, dude, you're trying to change people's collectors' minds that have made their minds up 30 years ago that this is the book to get. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's whatever it's. How do I say it? It's capitalism at its best. The capitalist says this is the book. Is, am I using that in the correct terminology? I mean, this is capitalism, right? It's the market dictates what is market should be dictate. bought. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the key of capitalism. Regardless of what you think is the true first appearance or first cameo, it's just what the market decides. Maybe it's the cool cover. Supply and demand. It's so especially cover, in and, and the argument between Hulk 180 and 181. 181 is an iconic cover. I can barely remember what Hulk 180 looks like. All I know is Wendigo is on it, right? I mean, yeah, but Hulk, one, Hulk 181 has Wolverine on it, fighting the Hulk with Wendigo and somebody, you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm tired of this argument about the first true or whatever. I mean, it's sure, it's great for content to, for you to get your clicks and views and everything, but you know, 
all in all, it's whatever the market dictates. And guess what? The market is much bigger than a channel with, you know, 7,000 subs to 50,000 subs to 100,000 subs. The market is gigantic uh, when you think about how many people are actually buying these books up. So, uh, and tangent there. So, Ghost Rider <laughs> number 28 coming in at number seven. Ah, people got another good chance to get another book on yeah. this. I told people this list is relatively easy. This so, what one. do we got next? Yeah. Uh, this is Moon Knight number one from 1980, and anticipation is ramping up. The first issue of his first ongoing series sold 38 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 144%, and it had a huge raw sale for $504, ladies and gentlemen. I hope they had lots of pictures and it was like near mint plus. I mean, I mean golly. So that, you know, that's a classic sign of, that is a classic sign of FOMO of WW uh, world you know, by night number 32. What's very interesting. And I'm not going to call it a trend, but it's very coincidental. Maybe that we've been seeing so many high raw sales with CGC being so far behind and everybody not being able to get books and all that stuff. I wonder if people just don't want to wait. Damn you, Anthony. <laughs> you want to buy back that company and watch your auction. <laughs> I actually I only sold it because I have doubles, so, but I appreciate it though. Just to make you feel better, Anthony, I kept the higher grade one. But uh there you go. Uh but no. So Worth by Night 32. People got priced out. Worth by Night 33, second appearance, people got priced out. And then there's the Mar I always get this wrong. Marvel Spotlight or Marvel Premiere number 28. Uh I think it's Marvel Spotlight. Spotlight spotlight which is his first solo ongoing that's like the third book to get and then later on you get to this one and then there's the the steven platt run people are getting now as well as the david finch run so people are just buying up all the ancillary books hoping that one will pop over the other because um as i saw on a youtube auction uh over the weekend uh one of the cats had a uh war of my night um 32 uh, I think it was a 9.2 and he's selling it for seven grand, 7,500, which was actually uh, below GPA. But man, um, whenever we see the first trailer, it's going to explode. Explosion. I th and I think Oscar, Oscar, Oscar Isaac will kill it, man. Because uh, have you seen him in the trailers for Dune? He looks really good in that, man. Yeah, that yeah. looks like a really good movie. I man, I hope theaters are when Dune comes out. I have to see that I, in IMAX. I never read the books, but the movie looks phenomenal. Um, What's his name? Who was the original? Uh, David Lynch. His version was that was weird. Not great. That really threw me off, Dune. <laughs> it's so weird. It was so weird. I could not watch that movie because uh, the books are really, really super sci-fi. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. It's like, it's, and Lynch made it really weird. And I maybe I was too young to understand it, I think, or I yeah, was, age probably. No, sure I me. tried to watch it again the other day, and it was still weird. Because I it was tried like, to watch it a couple months ago, and I just uh, it was boring to me. Yeah, Lynch was not the perfect director to get, but he was hot. What was that show he used to do? Twin Peaks. Um, yeah, he that, used yeah. Uh, what was his name? Uh, yeah, he used guy. the same actor that was in that yeah. as well, and that was at the height of Lynch's popularity when he did that. And I do believe Dune tanked. I do believe it tanked at the box office and uh, a critical response. Uh, you know, but this version looks absolutely gorgeous, cool. and I have to see it. And please, please, theaters, be open by the time it comes out because I have to see this on IMAX. It looks absolutely incredible. So number six on the list, Moon Knight, number one from 1980. Remember, there's probably like four or five volumes of this. I don't know how many times I rebooted this, but uh, it's been rebooted again, too. So 
Uh, if you haven't told, with all the 27 variants for issue number one that came out, but uh, there you go. Moon Knight number one is in at number six. What do you got for ha- halfway there, boys and girls? It's only been 28 minutes. What do you got for number five? So I think this book is definitely up for contention next to Ultimate Fallout 4 with the most times it's been on this list consecutively. So you got the Nice House on the Lake, number one from DC Comics, Black Label. So James Tinney, new series is another holdover from last week. It's the fifth straight week that it's been on this list since it's came since it's come out. And the prices just keep going higher and higher. Last week, it sold 52 copies. I don't know where people are finding these copies, but seven-day uptrend of 107% and a new high sale for a CGC 9.8 for $175. So That doesn't sound so bad, actually. 175 for 9.8, I'd pay for it. It's still early. Still yeah. early. Um, it's, it's, we liked, and last year was the summer of punchline and miles. This summer is going to be the summer of horror books and Tinian. Um, I meant, you know, I mean, if you, th- is department of truth a horror title or no, not really yeah. more of a political things that yeah, happen. But something is killing history. the children is definitely a horror book, right? Um, I mean, just the title itself, but this is the summer of, of horror books and homage covers so i remember last year we did our 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 retrospective with the guys from cover price and it was the year of punchline and miles they were on the top 10 list the longest if you remember that do you remember like everybody was getting the wrong nightwing book because they thought that was a uh a first appearance of punchline oh, yeah <laughs> it was so long ago i remember like oh man do you remember when uh the the batman who laughs was all over our top 10 and then like where's the batman who laughs now it's like what happened to those it's like uh kind of crazy but there you go the nice house on the lake continuing the trends of uh horror titles with long with long uh names except for ha which is the only horror book that only really two letters in the title so there you go uh number five in at number one in a number five cgc 9.8 for 175 seems to me like if you're gonna buy it just buy it slab for 175 as opposed to buying them raw and then having to try to get them graded i'm just saying all right number four on the list is a book that we actually broke on this channel here as a scoop yeah number four is infinite crisis number five from back in 2006 this issue features the first appearance of jaime reyes as the new blue beetle the Hollywood Reporter recently reported that Cobra Kai star Sholo Maridueña in talks to lead DC's Blue Beetle. This also came on the heels of the recent announcement of Angel Manuel Soto directing the film. This news moved 33 copies, had a seven-day trend of 177%, and had a high sale of $220 for a CGC 9.6. I, let's give everybody, give Manimal applause for the pronunciations <laughs> of those names. That was excellent. Very that's well that done. El, that's that El Paso for you right there. <laughs> He's got that Tex-Mex accent down, man. That, that's so. that border Spanish, baby. <laughs> so number four on the list is Infinite Crisis. Number five, we've long talked about it, that uh, they were going to be doing a Blue, Be- Blue Beetle movie. Sure enough, finally, we got some movement on it now. So uh, there you go. I mean, DC is going a certain way. If you don't like what they're doing with Suicide Squad and Black Adam and Shazam and Blue Beetle, then, you know, I mean, you know, I hate to tell you, I mean, they're, they're, they're going away from dark and brooding and perhaps more into maybe funny and violent, which I have no problem with them. I and, you know, you can have a wide, you can have a wide variety of stuff, right? You could have dark and gritty and you can have light and fluffy. Like, like if, like when I think of the contrast, I think of Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, the Snyder cut, then Shazam, which is on the opposite end. And I enjoyed both. I probably enjoyed Shazam a little bit more because Megan Good is in it. You know what I mean? Um, because, and Shazam 2 is coming out. 
Uh, Black Adam is going to come out, and it looks like that's going to be a little bit dark. But you know, you got to you know a little bit of flavors of everything. You know, because I think if the entire palette is just dark and brooding, it just kind of gets depressing after a while. I guess Wonder Woman eighty four was trying to be um, light, but it just didn't work out. It right? just sucked. Uh, yeah, an 80s movie without any 80s music. <laughs> um, rumors, hey, find out a super chat to Spec Collector. Great name, by the way. Rumors are that Shamir Anderson is joining the Marvels as Adam. Anything from Mikey's son? Oh, yeah, shout out to Donnie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you're going to get me into trouble with this. Shout out to Donnie Cates. I was actually going to use a new graphic for this, but I couldn't find it. The The picture of Otto and... Um, do you guys have that? The picture of Otto and uh, our, our his man, Donnie Cates? Oh, from this year or from like two years ago? No, he did it again this year. I think he got oh, a picture with no, him. Oh, yeah. didn't, no, I didn't notice the new one. Spec Collector, uh, ask that on the Letters of the Longbox video. Or, um, you know what? Send me your message and uh, we're going to probably do another Letters of the Longbox this, um, <laughs> this Sunday. And we'll try to answer your question for you, man. But uh, great question. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Appreciate it. And we're trying to go live on uh, Sunday for another Letters of the Longbox scheduling. And everything has just been kind of uh, crazy. So that's interesting. This uh, uh, Blue Beetle could be DC's Miles Morales. You think so, guys? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a young character. He's a minority character. Um, I could see it. I mean, yeah. for sure. I just need to see a uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold te- team up movie because just it would just be silly, just the name of it. But I would go see it, just like how Suicide is just silly and it works for me. Give me Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, and then we have an Hour Man movie. So uh, if you just if you watch the movie for two hours, really you're wasting your time because he only has out hours of one hour at a time. So uh, remember that DC is actually doing an Hour Man movie. Um, so that, that should be interesting. So hopefully it's just an hour long. Cause that way you don't have to sit there for two hours and have them not powered up for half the film. All right. Number four on the list, infinite crisis. Number five, if we have infinite crisis, number five on here, that means we have to have this on here. Uh, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Did Anybody? we lose him? He might've dropped. Um, so no, infinite crisis. So. Fine. No, this is actually perfect. So, uh, you know, oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. I was muted. Um, Lucky for lucky for me. uh, Justin sold me this a couple months ago and (laughs) the market seems to favor characters first appearance over their first appearance in costume. And uh, it's a notable shift for today's modern characters. And an example of this is this issue that features the first appearance of Jaime Reyes, who, as noted, took on the mantle of Blue Beetle in issue number five. It sold 38 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 157% and had a high sale of $290 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm not thinking like people are initially got the first one, right? And then mm-hmm. maybe they're priced out or they already have it. They're like, well, what's the next thing I can get at? You know, and let me get Infinite Crisis number three. Uh, shout out to my man, Big E's. Shout out to the Lord's nice. crew. Good thing I have three copies of Infinite Crisis number three and five. Big easy nice. running. You can retire now, brother. Just go ahead, retire. Retire. Now this is Just the regular cover. There actually is the variant as well. Yeah, there's the a couple books. There's the Justin. Jim Lee one. Yeah. So the, I'm, I'm assuming so, the variants are somewhat pricey already, right? So there's like a cover A, there's a cover B. There's definitely second printings on this book because it obviously it sold a lot. But let's look at the prices. So I I actually just looked at my PayPal and I saw exactly. So when we did our Lord's auction in April, I sold a 9.8 to Ryan for $125 for a CGC 9.8. 
So the, he's already doubled his money investment on this book. <laughs> you know, Ryan Gotta deserves some wins because he's had nothing but losses. It's in about damn career. time. Um, it's about damn time. Yeah. Uh, what's the other book you got that really popped that was on our shakers list? Um, the uh, Young Avengers 9.5. The Young mm-hmm. Avengers. And also right? uh, I got lucky on the Mephisto. Yeah. But that Young Avengers 9.5, uh, yeah, when that, you got that's it. huge. That was that already jumped like over a grand over what yeah, you paid for. Easily right? thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah. So you want to crack that nine point five so you can get nine point eight out of it? Definitely. <laughs> I might send it a CGCS though. <laughs> oh my god, that would be awful. Okay. I can't believe <laughs> I, I you know I, what? I wonder if that would make it interesting because it's a C B it's the I seen the somebody CDC actually ask that CDCF in a Facebook version. group. I will not name the Facebook group, but it's a combo book group and somebody showed a young Avengers nine point five and they said, Should I crack this to see if I can get a nine point eight? And I just and everybody's like, No, dude, mm. don't, you know. But you know, you have to remember sometimes there's new people into the the hobby, but like I'm thinking, who knew in a hobby dropped that much coin on a Young Avengers 9.5 and then wants to crack it? But uh, that just shows there's a lot of new money coming into yeah, the hobby. Yeah, but if you look at the prices of this book, of that book, um, like go on. Uh, Here, you want to show it, Ryan? You reach it for yeah, it. Yeah, I can show yeah, it. I mean, let me hide. Big yield. I mean, shirt. no big deal. You know, Except but, but go on, go on cover price. <laughs> not, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not looking. I got my. Yeah. Cover price, unfortunately, doesn't have a setting for it because it's a 9.5. Right? No, but they have it. They have it listed. You go on cover yeah. price uh, after the show. I want you guys to go and look at the price jump. It was like a $50 book uh, about a year or so ago. It's really, or maybe not a year, but if you go down the list, it's really funny to see how much yeah. this book because I think exploded. that is the rare of the rare for Young Avengers. And obviously, Young Avengers is... I have all the Young Avengers variants except for that one. So uh, if you want to make a trade, Ryan, oh I got something for you. All right. Oh. All right. Number three on the list, Infinite Crisis. Number three. So this is the first time we see Jaime Reyes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number yep. five is the first time as actual Blue Beetle in costume and everything, yep. right? Yep. Interesting. Interesting now how that trend is. Because, so, you know, I mean, you know rarely do we ever see like hey here's so and so is this and then so and so as somebody else you know thank god wonder man hasn't been like developed onto the big screen and all the different iterations of wonder man that show that's shown up uh if you think about our, our scott or you think about hank pym and he did like yellow jacket and then he became like the giant guy and all the different versions of him thank god they separated that but number three on the list infinite crisis number three from 2005 we're almost there boys and girls what do we got for numero dos Number two is another Suicide Squad member. So you got Superman number four from DC Comics, 1986. So Idris Elba, his role as Bloodsport was clearly the central character in the latest film from Suicide Squad. Um, There are exceptions or maybe hope that we'll see him continue on in the DCU, but he actually just got, uh, he's going to be the voice of Knuckles from Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm so happy. (laughs) Anyway, first appearance is in this issue. It went from obscure to hot and moved 57 copies. Copies last week had a seven-day uptrend of 130% and a hot new high sale of $375 and a CGC 9.8. Now, I have a quick question. Is this the book that he shoots Superman yes. with a kryptonite that is. Oh, that is so exactly. that's actually from the comics then, which yeah, uh, Amanda Waller says. Ah, exactly. okay. That's that pretty this cool. Book. And you know what? I don't know what it is about Aegis Elba. He just oozes awesome. cool to me he i want him is, to be uh, 007 so bad and he and he and he's a real dj too you know he dj's gigs 
I mean, although he plays like EDM and, and well, he plays house too, but he's an actual real DJ, just like John Favreau DJs, just like Russell Peters DJs. It's kind of interesting. When, so, you know, the world of comics and DJs, it's a perfect match, boys and girls. That's all I got to say. So shout out to my man, Matt DeVoe, uh, who's in the house. Matt DeVoe is from, uh, who writes these wonderful things for us. What did he say? He was just saying something. That, I think this is referring to the um, 9.5, Ryan. He says, we put it as a variant so it doesn't skew the- no, no. Uh, Understood. Understood. It's it's on there. You gotta definitely see it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't sign me. You just can't load more. it into your collection because there's no option for a nine point five. So yeah, when you try to load it in the collection, yeah. it's in the the list and a drop down as a variant. But oh my god, he's right. Hodor from uh, Game of Thrones DJ too. I seen that oh, one time. And he's a f- metalhead too. He plays. Oh my god. Sweet, he plays some good guitar. Yeah. Um. So. I, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing more of this character if there's a Suicide Squad sequel. Um, but if you watch, I don't want to give away spoilers, but kind of it doesn't seem like there's not um, going to be a sequel. I don't know, because they kind of have this thing in their back pocket they use at the end of it, right? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, uh, but it was kind of interesting how we got, we're getting a Peacemaker series that could either be a prequel or it could be, I don't want to give it away too much, but how about some Bloodsport? I would love to see a Bloodsport like HBO Max show. You know what I mean? I want to see Bloodsport shoot Superman. I want to see Bloodsport and Deadshot together. Will Smith and each other, dude. (laughs) And throw in in, um, Deathstroke and you got a bunch of masks. (laughs) There you go. And Red Hood. And Red Hood. Yeah. So is Bloodsport shoot a... uh, some type of wrist rocket. Did you see that? It was in, in the movie. It was like a slingshot. Yeah, yeah like, a slingshot, like a slingshot wrist rocket. Yeah, yeah. It was like little it was arrows. Kind of, yeah, and it was pretty cool. That way, I got. I want to talk about it so bad, but you know, for those who haven't seen it yet, what are you waiting for? It's on HBO Max and it's at the movies, man. So just go see it. So, I already got my movie uh, tickets for a free guy, by the way, which is another movie I'm super excited about. Have you guys seen the movie posters for it yet? No, hey, yeah, all the, there's uh, a bunch of homages. Yes, the video game homages. He's uh, there's a Street Fighter Two one where he's yep. where he's Blanca. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Superman number four. Rarely do we ever get Superman books on this list. It's good to see Superman show up on this list. All right, are you guys ready for number one? Oh wow, this is a book that has shut back on here. Wow, mm. I haven't seen this book in here for a while. What is number one? So number one is Spider-Man Unlimited number one. In the most recent Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer, we were able to see a little more of Shriek, whose first appearance is in this issue. Sold 66 copies, had a seven-day trend of 115%, and had a high sale of $240 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, this book's been back and forth, man, on this list. So I hope this isn't true, but I was reading somewhere that because of theaters aren't performing well some of the studios getting a little uh you know gun shy that they may delay venom and spider-man uh far from home uh they even said so far as they're gonna do that with shang chi as well which is coming out in like three weeks i hope they don't do that for shang chi because i i think it's too far to go backward and to say we're going to push it back because they spent so much money on the marketing already right they can't just spend because if they were to push it back from september to let's say october or november then they would have to do all the marketing for it again and um it just you know 
I just can't wait to see Shang-Chi on the big screen. You know, I don't care. Give me all the comic book geeky related movies on the big screen. Uh, and then because I, I go support my movie theaters. I spend the $30 for one hot dog and a soda because, you know, these movie theaters need their concession stands. Go buy AMC stock, too, if you want to. You know, I don't know how well it's going to do. But Spider-Man Unlimited, number one, a 9.8 for $240. is not this like the super giant size book as well? Isn't it like a, it's like a, not even yeah. a double, it's like a triple size book or something. Why it's four buck cover price. Yeah, man. So there you go. In the 90s, that was huge. <laughs> All right. It's so that was now. it. Nice, uh, clean uh, 45 minutes there. Um, uh, yeah. Any last words, Ryan? Cleanest show I think we've ever done. Amazing. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I appreciate you all. Thank you for joining us. Uh, great list. I actually had, I think, three or four books this week. Cool, man. That's, I told people this list was relatively easy this week. We're, we're, we're going to make that up to you for the Shakers and hope uh, we can get an 0 for 11, yeah. out, uh, 0 for 10 out of all of you. <laughs> Listen uh yeah this friday and saturday i am doing back-to-back whatnot sales so nemesis underscore prime friday night i'm doing marvel books saturday night is indie books so something is killing the children haha ice cream man um friday night nine o'clock uh eastern time saturday is 10 o'clock so be sure to uh you know, check out the books that I got for sale. Good, get some yeah, good shout deals. out to all 230 of you that were watching, man. Great, uh, great crowd. Make sure you guys thumb this up and make sure you guys subscribe. So when we hit 7,000, we're going to give away some stuff and I'm going to speak for Matt. We're going to give away a couple of uh, cover price subscriptions. We're going to give away some KRS comics exclusives and all kinds of stuff. Speaking of giving stuff away, Manimo, what's your <laughs> last words? Uh, just glad to be back. Another fun list. Like, uh, like Tim said, it was a very grounded and accessible list this week, which is always kind of fun to see. So, um, yeah. yeah, glad to be back and uh, see you guys next week. Yeah. Wow, so, bro, uh, really? <laughs> shout out to everybody um, that said, uh, you know, shout out to the Comic-Con podcast and also the Lords when they saw Justin at Terrificon. They said they really appreciate everything that we do over here and on the Comic-Con podcast. So shout out to everybody. We couldn't make yeah, it. Yeah, new episode on, on Friday as well. So yeah, we got a good Comic-Con guest podcast. and uh, – I know Great I teased guess. it last week, the Donny Kate story. So this week, you're actually going to hear the Donny Kate story <sighs> from our guest. So. You don't get it on here? No, Wait, man, it's the guest a... the person that actually happened to? He was, yes. So Witness. He was right there, yes. Front he was row. right okay. next to Donny Kate's when it happened. So If you're you, a Donny uh, Kate's fan, make sure you check out the Comic-Con podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you consume podcasts. Um, tomorrow, guys, I'm going to be going live, a special live show. I'm going to talk to my friends at Shortbox. If you have any questions about Shortbox, make sure you tune in. Why Shortbox is different from eBay and what you can do uh, to buy comics on Shortbox. And it'll be tomorrow right around probably 5 or 6 p.m. I'll set the schedule. I got my man. He's going to be coming on. I've known him for a few years now. They're doing great things over there with Shortbox.com. It's an app, actually, that sells just slabs and uh, fix things. Uh, so you don't have to go through eBay and sift through all the uh, stuff. Then we'll see you Thursday for the Shaker Show. But tomorrow, I'm going to have my buddies from Shortbox on here. So make sure you guys tune in. Until next time, boys and girls. Keep digging in them long boxes and peace out as soon as I figure out this stream yard <laughs> thing and this layout. Bye, this everybody. is so annoying. Oh, my God. All right. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow Later. for the cover price. Uh, short box, guys. Bye. Now, let's do this. Rewind, select town. Come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is...
great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's greatest heroes. Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. When it comes, I won't even notice. Oh, how so? I'll be too busy looking good.